WhatsApp gets commerce upgrade, an antitrust lawsuit filed against Facebook. It's Monday, December 14th, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 429 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 429 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and a couple of big stories this week that I want to talk about. This is going to be the second to last episode of the year. I think I will be doing one more episode next week week, but like that's for next week. Let's talk about the stories and let's talk about WhatsApp. So so WhatsApp is getting a carts feature. It allows users to add items to a shopping cart while looking at a merchant store on the WhatsApp platform. From there, users can just complete their order through messaging. Facebook, they haven't been able to find really a strong monetization strategy for WhatsApp, despite its massive size, its popularity around the world. Facebook's looking at this platform and thinking we should be able to make money from this. However, Facebook has done one thing in 2020 pretty consistently. Consistently, and that's setting its sights on e-commerce in big ways. They've added commerce functionality to Facebook, to Instagram. Even just this week, it added shopping to Instagram's Reels feature for users worldwide. Now we have Instagram where every facet of it is shoppable and front and center within the app. But back to WhatsApp. It's WhatsApp's turn as Facebook is turned as far as Facebook is concerned. So WhatsApp, it's regularly used as a customer interaction platform with businesses using it to do things like field customer service inquiries. But this move, however, this shopping cart feature, it takes things to a different level with features designed specifically to drive shopping and purchase behavior, especially in growing e-commerce markets like Brazil, like India. WhatsApp is going to have commerce features integrated into it, and this is the beginning of all of that. All right, let's jump to our next story and talk about antitrust lawsuit and Facebook. So we've been building to this for some time, but now the FTC and 46 states have filed antitrust lawsuits against against Facebook. They're arguing Facebook has stifled competition by eliminating or acquiring any startup that happened to get in their way. In the process, consumer privacy has been limited because users don't have a lot of choice what platforms they they spend their time with social networking. The lawsuit, it, it, it argues that Facebook should have to separate its Instagram and WhatsApp businesses and be restricted on more acquisitions in the future. Now, Facebook side, Facebook, they're saying not so fast. They're arguing that there's plenty of competition from the likes of TikTok, from the likes of Snapchat. I will add that Facebook has been a proponent of banning TikTok, and it actually even tried to acquire Snapchat. So that note aside, Facebook has also said that the government approved 
all of its acquisitions, and the government is now trying to instigate what is essentially a do-over. This is just getting started. For businesses, this is going to be very slow, so no immediate action is needed. This will take a long time, and Facebook, they've actually done a lot of work to integrate the backends of all of their services, and that is going to make the logistics of a breakup, should a breakup be ordered, that much more difficult, even if the legal outcome is a breakup is warranted. Next up in this antitrust lawsuit front is probably Google. We're probably going to be seeing similar things, so something to watch in 2021. All right, that's it for the week's main stories. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So the Treasury Department opted not to grant TikTok another extension to divest the Chinese-run side of its business to a U.S. counterpart. However, it is allowing talks to continue as things are already in progress. This announcement comes after the Treasury Department CFIUS granted a one-week extension a couple of weeks ago. Twitter is introducing frequency caps to all campaign types. The move will allow marketers to opt to maximize reach in their Twitter campaigns by optimizing different levels of message delivery. Facebook's in-stream ads offering, they're testing ad pods. They would allow advertisers to run back-to-back mid-roll ads within publisher content. Running ad pods supposedly reduces the number of ad breaks for users while letting advertisers increase frequency. YouTube live streaming is getting an update that lets it stream HDR content. This comes four years after YouTube allowed for HDR uploads. The move means marketers live streaming on YouTube are going to have the ability to stream much more vibrant content, and the move shows YouTube sees a lot more potential in the live streaming side of its business. Foursquare, they just launched a brand refresh, and it's more evidence than ever that the platform is much less about serving up location suggestions to users or allowing them to check in. Foursquare is firmly a location services backend for services every everywhere. This it's a data company, it's not a consumer tech one. Google is now letting users of its cloud gaming service Stadia stream directly to YouTube thanks to a new Stream to YouTube button added to the platform. The move, it just simplifies the steps to make streaming that much easier. Twitch has grown its share of video game streaming dramatically in 2021 uh, with the shutdown of Mixer. This, This move to link two of its properties, Stadia and YouTube, it shows how Google plans to use integration to maybe regain some of its ground. And Twitter and Snapchat, they're showing that Cooperation isn't completely dead with a new ability to sh- for users to share tweets within Snap as a sticker. Up until this point, users were doing it, but the only way to do that was through a screenshot of a tweet. This update, however, it lets users share the tweet while also taking advantage of Snapchat's editing features. All right, that's it for episode 429 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I always want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I'm always found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.